This is the Sanam S4 podcast brought to you by Sanam S4, the go-to people for success in the world's fastest growing economies. Welcome back to season three, school counseling in the time of coronavirus. Today we bring to you episode three. Our guest today is Ms. Asma Ansari, Daily School Dean of Cambridge International Examinations and School Career Counselor. Ms. Ansari has been with Daily College for 27 years. She is a Master of Arts and Bachelor of Education. Daily College is a co-educational, residential and day boarding school located in Indore and founded in 1870. The school this year is celebrating 150 years. Daily College is one of the oldest co-educational boarding schools in the world and is affiliated to the Central Board of Secondary Education, CBSE and CIE. The Daily College also has a business school under its umbrella. Welcome, ma'am. It's wonderful that you could join us here today. I'm really looking forward to your insights. So, yes, thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me to this session. I reciprocate your gesture of welcoming me. Such a nice fashion. I'm thankful to your organization for giving me an opportunity to interact with you. You're welcome. Shall we start with the first question? Yes. So could you tell me how many students each year apply from your school to study abroad? Well, to answer, actually, we don't have a very big number, but still around 20 to 25 percent are applying. And the ones who are applying there, their interest level is intense. And most of these students have made it to some renowned and prestigious uh, universities. So around 20 to 25 percent apply each year. So they're very sure of what they uh, want to do with their higher studies. And where they want to go. And yes, very sure about that. So then moving into the next question, what subjects do the students from your school choose to study abroad? And also, could you elaborate on their countries of choice? They are studying different subjects, like it is business is very popular here. And then comes engineering. They also started choosing arts and design related fields. At times, it is just majors in a particular science, like it could be physics or chemistry majors. Then law is another one. Then hotel management, culinary arts. These are the popular courses. And countries, I think the first choice is yet USA. And then it goes into Canada, UK, Australia, Switzerland. And some countries are being explored nowadays by our students. It's Spain, Netherlands, and uh, even some want to explore Germany. So it's, it's quite varied and broad, but also including the classic locations and subjects that Indian students generally choose. So as we know, we're now in the new normal in COVID. I'm wondering if you have seen any changes in this subject or destination of choices. As far as destination choices, the ones who had chosen, they are very sure about it. So many students, they have uh, not changed their plans as far as US or Canada is concerned. But some of them, very few in fact, have started taking India as an option, the ones who are not going to study in India. So they have, because parents feel that they should stay in India or someone to stay with them in their respective cities because travel, they want to avoid international travel or some of them even want to avoid their domestic travel. So because of the safety concerns, very few percentage, less than 5%, I would say, have changed their plans. Right. So you are noticing some small changes occurring. Yes. And can you tell me, how do the students feel about studying online? 
students are happy in the sense that they are studying without any distractions that is what the seniors feel the classes 11th and 12th but they are missing school they are missing school not only in one but many aspects like our school is very good at games and sports which is a very major part in our school so they are missing that but to be fair to them their approach to learning through all these different means has been purposeful and very professional so in spite of the negative side of using technology for while online studying but they are missing school we are giving uh, trying to give them all the activities that we offer we have a whole lot of extracurricular activities so like we are starting with online debates online quizzes essay writing competitions but the children are missing the face to face interaction they're missing our playgrounds they're missing the dance rooms the art rooms they're missing the service projects that they used to be involved when they were here in school yes i'm sure they are missing it but it is good to know that they are surviving online and adapting and seeing the positives as well so moving on to my next question how are you engaging with students during this time and has your role as a counselor changed nowadays we are everything is happening like zoom is the new normal so we are living in a virtual world a universe where we can meet each other with technology so in this view of lockdown and current scenario we changed our way we are giving online sessions like i have been telling the students i'm taking their sessions online be it in a group or one to one and uh, these children i'm helping them with their essays helping them with their sops or helping them with uh, selecting their universities also that is one and these children i've been i've also conducted a whole lot of uh, webinars for them so some international webinars uh, and some national so students are been interacting through webinars which i have been organizing to introduce them to various universities because i have been telling the students that this is the time to reinvent yourself so i have been informing them about their profile building which could be done through internships so the children are doing online internship they are uh, even taking part in various courses like through uh, online portals so that they can have their profile which in the normal school days it would have been a bit different that is how uh, it's happening and since delhi college is a member of round square round square is a uk registered organization that promotes amongst young people a commitment beyond academics so that is to be personal growth and it creates experiential learning and through service to others and teaches them with some responsibility so during these times what we have done is we have had whole lot of online collaboration it seems like your work and the student engagement is going on strong during this time oh yes our children are very enthusiastic because they're missing school so they want to do something or the other and very very enthusiastic it's nice to hear and they're engaging with people across the world so they must feel connected and that i'm sure is quite healthy for them moving on to my next question how do you at daily college and as a counselor how do you prepare students to be ready to live abroad we are a school which is i could say multidimensional we have borders as well as day borders so that boarding life teaches students to be independent to be self sufficient and to be self reliant and we always send our students for international exchanges 
And uh, these exchanges vary from four weeks to six weeks. And at times, the children even go for a year to various parts of the world. So they have been going to USA to study for a year there or for four weeks and six weeks, they stay with some hosts in maybe some schools in Canada. Canada is a very promising destination for our students. Then they've been going to the US or Australia. So these exchanges, they are teaching the students to learn about different cultures. And this is promoting intercultural learning. It is teaching them the spirit of adventure. So they are coping outside without their family support. So as a result, this is going to promote empathy among students. They acquire different languages. And then it is also making them more confident. And this is one noticeable change which I see in these exchange students when they come back, that they are full of self-confidence uh, and self-esteem. And they learn to confront challenges outside a familiar support network, outside of their comfort zone. So they are learning how to solve various problems, small, small problems which come up in their daily life. So the children are very, very independent. And uh, when they go abroad, there is a sense of accomplishment uh, that they have achieved, that they have stayed there for four weeks without their family support. So when they see their education outside, so thus they are interested in going. Like once it happened, a child went to US to one school and he comes back after two years, he says, I want to go to the same place to study for my college. So this sees in them that when they see the tertiary studies outside, they find themselves very comfortable in this foreign environment. That is one thing that we do. And then a number of exchange students come to our country. So there's a lot of intercultural learning. So the children in these things, they are ready to live abroad because we are promoting internationalism since many years since this round square is there. And then we had other exchanges. It could be a group exchange where about 30 students with two teachers go and stay there for 15 weeks, 15 days and or two weeks program or a three week program. So this is one way of promoting our internationalism in our school. It's wonderful. You're providing them with a lot of opportunity for exposure. And in turn, that's creating a resilience in them. Well, moving on to my next question for you. On your website, your career guidance counselling program outlines an impressive and intensive approach for students to guide them in their decisions for higher education. You have explained some of them today, but I'm wondering if you could give me more examples of this program. Yeah, because as uh, we all know that career choices are never easy. So choosing a career that matches your abilities and aspirations is one of the most difficult decisions that the students have to take. So what we do to identify the personality strengths, talents, and interest of the students. So the program that we have, we always begin with a seminar for parents. And we invite parents from classes 9 to 12. So in that seminar, we are telling them about the latest educational and career trends. We always talk about different subject combinations. And because we know that the parents have a crucial role to play in empowering their children. So we want to develop a smart mind and a smart personality. So this is the first thing that we do. And then we begin with aptitude tests. So we conduct an aptitude test. And then after the evaluation of these aptitude tests, this includes personality strengths. It includes some self-introspective exercises 
and we also consider the school's academic performance of the student so we have the aptitude test results we have the strengths of the student we even ask them various questions about who am i like know yourself so the children are writing about all this in self introspective exercises and then we have the school's academic results and then lastly we have that one to one counseling or we call it the individual guidance so there are three phases aptitude test some questionnaires and then one to one counseling and then this is the program that we follow for uh, each student and this we follow for classes 9th and 11th every month of november or it extends from november to january every year this is a program and then we have the other children of classes 10 and 12 we always give them time to think about various subject combinations so class 10 students they are told in class 9 these are the subjects you can take so they have one year to think over how to deal with those subjects whether they can change depending on their results in class 10 so after the class 10 results are announced it's basically changing from one subject to another depending on their results also and their after they have seen studying for physics or chemistry they want to change their subject so then that happens in class 10 the subject choices and when they come to class 11 again we tell them about their careers that with these subjects you can go on to these careers so basically if i sum up in class 9 and 10th we tell them about subject choices and in class 11th at the end of 11th or beginning of 12th we tell them about careers that can happen with these subjects that the child has chosen and then it comes to from august onwards it comes to applications it's very thorough i'm sure there's no doubt in their mind once they come to their final choices they must be feeling fairly confident about what they're about to embark on so i uh, getting to my almost the end of our chat today I would actually like to hear more about your role as a counselor and why and how you got into this field. And please tell me what you think are the specific skills that you feel a school counselor requires. A school counselor first and foremost uh, requires the desire to always learn and know more because that is because the times are changing. So we have to keep ourselves updated. So a school counselor should have this inclination to always be a student or to always have this capacity to learn more and know more actually in our school career counseling is required for students and it is our tradition that we give this responsibility to a regular teacher so i was given this responsibility some years ago and uh, i have been gathering information about various institutions and getting all the necessary details so that is what i inform my students and as time passes i have been traveling to various countries with uh, other career counselors like so and to visit various universities like i have visited number of universities abroad it could be in the us canada uk spain as well uh, hong kong so to know about their practices and their requirements of various colleges so this exposure to many countries has helped me in telling the students and informing them so i got into this field through the school giving this responsibility and then as time has passed growing into this profession it's been now almost 10 years of career counseling and now in this profession 
the counselor always is required to have a good network so i have been attending various conferences related to universities then after the network opportunities and as i know them no number of universities we've been organizing career fairs and uh, last year like i had 65 universities were present in our fair so this has brought in more awareness amongst the students various workshops from these university representatives is discussed with these children so they are in direct contact they know they hear from the university reps what is required to get admission there like in our school or anywhere for that matter expectations is very high so parents want a ready made list of where the child can go so i have to keep myself updated and uh, i have to be communicating with the students and the parents so and the students come and discuss their college plans they discuss the subject combinations so they are there to help me around so that is how my role from a teacher of economics and now it's career counseling so the school counselor is a student always forever to our last question for an impressive 27 years you have been with daily college Can you give me some insight into the differences that you see in the current generation both positive and challenging challenges that this generation face This generation there is a marked difference that has come especially I would say in the relationship between the two groups relationships at both personal level and at professional level there is a positive side like there have been many reforms that have come in in education all these years and these reforms have impacted strongly on creating the classrooms have become more effective students nowadays have better means of research and as far as i know the advice from the teachers has become limited because they always have something to go back on so they are very well aware that is this generation and today the parents are more demanding so teachers also have to put in a lot of extra into their work to satisfy the ever increasing demand but there is shortage of quality time and in the quality time is uh, shortage is there in all spheres of life the teachers find the time they have to they they don't they don't find any time to imbibe the moral values which we had enough time in the past that is what i feel so that is missing in today's generation at that time school was very well knit we had more concern for each other beautiful relationship i'm not saying that the beautiful relationship does not exist now but there has been a change like they are more professional in their approach because i have been here now it's been 27 years when i joined in at that time and now they are more as you call it professional that is one change which i see yeah it's very interesting observations um and thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us today it has really been a pleasure chatting with you ma'am and um i hope we could get together sometime soon thank you so much for joining us and speaking with us today thank you thank you so much for inviting me and i hope things change and we will meet sometime This episode was powered by Manic Pod.